Good evening, good afternoon. When does this it's come morning. out? This episode comes out. <laughs> it's morning. This episode comes out the day after Christmas. So Merry Christmas if you are watching live. Uh, buy us a Christmas present on Amazon. Uh, great episode of Sex Actually Podcast. My co-host Tasha Courtney is hello, here. Hello. And Brian O'Sullivan. Hey, everybody. How are you today? I'm doing good, man. How are you guys? Good. So, uh, so I met you in the most romantic way possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You weren't. You were on stage at Westside mm-hmm. performing guitar, making everyone laugh, and I was on the outside of the comedy club looking through the pained glass windows. Oh, that was romantic. Yeah. I didn't realize it was that romantic. They I would, ran into you in the green room afterwards. Yeah. Th- you there the whole time. They wouldn't let me in because it was like the show was about to end, so they're like, just wait outside. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, this guy looks cool. He's on stage with his guitar. I was like, oh. And, and my my first thought is always like, oh, geez, like some guy playing guitar. Mine you, too. Yeah. You've done... You've done hundreds of college shows. Yeah, yeah, like like over three hundred. That's amazing. College shows. Yeah, it's you're, dumb. You're it's like the singing. Wow. What do you the singing comedian? The singing or? comedian is what I go by. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah. And how much of your act is guitar it's versus? Pretty. I say it's all 100 percent guitar, but like I do like some Dimitri Martin stuff, and they're like the one-liner jokes with like guitar undertones. Uh, yeah. And then also I have a a, a Mad Libs bit, which is about 13 minutes of me getting suggestions that's not guitar. But then I use it as a song, okay. Uh, parody of Mad World because it's super clever. Oh yeah! <laughs> to just steal that song and change. Mad libs words. are something that never gets old for no, me. No, it doesn't. That's something that that's like a magic trick. As a kid, you learn. You're like, this is gonna be great. Mm-hmm. I said, dump. <laughs> well, let's yep. say I will use it. Dump thrust is a good one. Thrust is a good one. Uh, yeah. Someone so always has a penis. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. How long have you been doing um, stand up with the guitar? Uh, since. Nine years. Okay. Yeah, nine years ago was my first show. I used to. Um, I went to college in North Carolina, and I was a, a part of an improv club, not affiliated with the school, but in Greensboro, North Carolina, called the Idiot Box. And uh, they let me. I did improv with them for like three and a half years. What's that? That's a song. That's Idiot Box. Shanti said that she. Shanti just said that she loves that you Mad Lib and that we're all so cute. Oh, thanks. Oh, hey yeah. now, folks. No, Mad Lib's super fun. I don't like uh, to, to to like read comments people are leaving, but when they say we're cute, you gotta uh, impress it. So <laughs> more people will do it. Yeah, and then we got Boone right here. If yeah, I can, he's pan to the dog. Me so oh, there much. he is. He's slobbering all I just over pan me. To the dog. I have to change my outfit. Uh, so this episode sponsored by Basset Hounds, who are more needy than your girlfriends. They are so. If you are not already using Amazon Smile, use Amazon Smile. We support the Bassett Hound Rescue of Southern California um, every time we shop on Amazon. So look it up, folks. There you go. And you've got a husky we mentioned. Yeah, I got a Siberian husky who's did, no work at all. Did, <laughs> do you have, do you live in like an apartment? Yeah, I live in a three-bedroom apartment with two roommates. And you're on the west side. Yeah. So you've got the beach. You've got wow, more man. open space. Yeah. than On paper, it's phenomenal. I live, just, <laughs> I live the life. I know. Yeah. It's great on paper. And yeah. then you've got... But you, so the west side's great. We've got... You know, you saw... Like, the dog has to go pee on mulch. Like, we, mulch is the yeah. closest thing we have to grass, which is really what sad. What if that's what he's learned? That's <laughs> he's totally well, he into started it. out as a New York dog, so this is, oh, this is paradise for yeah, him. Yeah, absolutely. My, see, mine's never seen snow. And so he has no wow, idea what he's supposed hus- to do. A husky that yeah. has never seen snow. I yeah. feel like that would be the that's greatest like a, day of his life. That's like life. a Pixar movie. <laughs> I feel like we need to end the episode and just... And just start writing <laughs> for the next right, The right. husky that Before never seen... someone takes this idea and does it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, this is our idea. Don't it's a mad... It. We're going to make a Mad Lib husky movie um, where he thrusts his way into the snow. Uh, hey there, folks. <laughs> uh, so where are you from originally? Uh, originally from California. I was born up north, uh, Walnut Creek area. How far, how far north is that? I... I'm not totally sure. I was five when I moved to Southern California. Okay, so yeah. It's, it's like, it's n- around the Bay Area. So okay. so there's no snow where you're from? No. no oh, no, interesting. No, no. Yeah. Um, so West Coast. Uh, we don't meet too, we don't too many West Coast originals. No, you don't. Right. I, do you uh, know, what do you know about the East Coast? Do you have family over well, there? Well, I or? lived in North Carolina for eight years. Okay. Yeah. Um, Did you go to school there? Yeah, or? high school and college. Uh, what school? What college? UNC Greensboro. Oh, the UNC's a great, no wonder you play guitar. That's, yeah. were you in a fraternity? No. Okay, I'm not. No. I was in a fraternity and didn't play guitar, and I feel like what? our powers How combined would be like the ultimate dude. <laughs> party, dude. <laughs> ultimate I, party. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, we had Kenny Chesney was in my fraternity, different school, but he was Lambda Chi Alpha, and uh-huh. he was, of course, your ultimate dude. You know, like five foot three dude with a guitar. Who yep. that was? Kenny Chesney. Would, Kenny Chesney's short. It's five three. Oh, Farquad, real small, real small guy. Does that ruin it for you? 
<laughs> I just that, didn't know. That's the reason he learned guitar. Was he most? Really, like, I mean, stopped growing. <laughs> I better get something that attracts someone. <laughs> guitar. Well, uh, why did? When did you pick up guitar? Uh, uh, junior year of college. And what? And what was the reasoning for that? I had been writing parodies to like Weird Al songs, like not Weird Al songs, but like Weird Al like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would just like record the song on the radio and then sing my lyrics over top of the recorded cassette to my friends. And I realized I was like, if I played guitar, I could like and this just somehow, do this. Yeah, and someone yeah. would like pay for me to travel. I wouldn't have sure. paid for another person to play the music for me. Yeah. Uh, so I had a roommate uh, teach me guitar, and he was he wasn't a fraternity guy, but he was more like that guy that like. All the girls liked him. The Van Wilder type and of he guy. Also, yeah, and he also played guitar. Like, you just like hated him because he would just whip out. I hate him because he's perfect. Yeah. I hate him. Why I do we do that? But him. guys, yeah, guys, it's always. I had a buddy like that in college. My buddy Joel, we who I'm good friends with, hated him till I became friends with him. Yeah. I was like, who's this asshole yeah, talking exactly, to the girls? Exactly doing the, the and we became friends, and I was like, kind of like Joel. Yeah. <laughs> kind of good friends with Joel. Yeah. And that's that's kind of like how men are. We're like tribal. It's like, are you with me? No. <laughs> then fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Um. So what? But. I always break things down to procreation. Like, guys, we pick up skills in the end. If it's to do stand-up, it's because we're not great at talking to girls. and we, You know what I mean? Like we, very true. I feel like we use what we need to use. And, and like, level-headed guys that got a normal job, like, they probably had whatever normal skill sets growing up, so they just did. They were just well-adjusted yeah. and, and sociable. Yeah, <laughs> but I wonder if that's always by choice, because sometimes it's not. Like, Yeah, they could still be living in, some, like, a I fear. I have older half-brothers who, uh, one of them, uh, he's a he's an IT guy. He's been an IT guy for a while. And like doesn't love it, but he, you know he's been doing it for so long. That's what it, that's what he does now. Um, but he was like not jealous of me for pursuing an artistic career, but like glad because I could. Because you know he said his dad oh, never would have let him do something. Oh, like so that. he hasn't so even. Fact, I could. He's even more happy that I did. Yeah. It's like I had the chance and I took it rather than. That's such a supportive way to yeah. way to yeah. like channel oh, your yeah. energy towards that. Yeah. There's a lot of people that have that have resentment to you when you do right. things. They're like, yeah, but uh, you know, do you get vacation pay? It's right. like, yeah. no, you don't. No. That's the that's. Every yeah. day is a vacation. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's I like do what the, I want. Yeah. Sometimes I make money. It's <laughs> like they're like they're like whatever the perk is can also be the opposite. It's yes. like well yeah, but I don't have to report to somebody. No right. And that you to me was you like have and it always like I said on paper sounds so much better. Whoever they're oh you get a salary and you can move <laughs> up. Oh, man, Wait a second! Wait, you, you got go sick and they paid you. Day? Yeah, <laughs> what? We're like on stage, literally, which is yeah. a barf bucket. If it happens, <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've gone on stage, and I don't, I don't get like, I don't, I'm not really a sick guy. Like in this industry, you can't get sick too much because no one's gonna. Trust you. You, you're just not gonna get paid then. Yep. Not that we, not that you do in the well, first. Well, yeah, place. it's true. It does. Like for me, I do not take risks anymore. Like when it comes to, it. yeah, like I was talking with one of my girlfriends the other day about this like how we haven't been skiing in a long time because I, we're afraid of like breaking our ankles. Do you have insurance? No, well, I have, you no, know, Obamacare. Like yeah, three years, I didn't, that's what I have too. For three years, I didn't go skiing because I love skiing, but I was like, if I get injured, I can't. It's like, it. you're well, looking, it's like, oh, Obamacare does not cover fun. Well, this even is, besides that, it's like, if I have a cast on my leg, I don't work. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know, you can, at a real job, you can just show up with your yeah, cast and crutches and, 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 and it's it. fine. Tasha does, she's, she models and she had a yoga job oh, that yeah, she got yeah. the week uh, she, she, I she sprained br- my ankle, um, she, like she, really bad for the uh-huh. second time. You know, like air cast coming and all out of that. Griffith Park. It started raining and hailing. This weird day was. We hailing. were just like running our usual like run hike, yeah. and um, you know it was slick, and I just like fell off a thing and sprained my ankle really bad. But then mascara I was, like, everywhere. I was afraid to tell. I like the picture you're painting. Yeah, I, I took. A, I was She's like, not making it dramatic <laughs> enough here, mascara. I took a photo. I People wish were you would staring from the sides. <laughs> I was like, do I have to carry you out? And she she kind of. Out. But you know when you get an injury, I feel like you get immediate adrenaline, so you can't, don't feel your injury. Yeah. But it was like she had like a club foot, and she had to be like this dainty yoga enthusiast <laughs> like the next day. Oh, you still worked? Oh, yeah. Oh, I was not about to tell my agency, oh, sorry, yeah. I can't do this. Yeah, I sprained my ankle. It's sad. Then they won't use you again. All right, get on, Boone. The you're, you're annoying. Right, if you're listening on audio, you got to go to the Sex Actually page to see this dog. He's going to knock some shit over. All Boone, right. you're just literally jumping into <laughs> cords. Go, shit or get off the pot, dog. We're trying to do this thing. <laughs> he, um, he's feeling he's feeling very liberated because we've been feeding him bacon. And uh, Do you feed your dog um, table animal? food? No. Yeah. That was my one rule from day one. Is Absolutely. Like, no table they get, food, they no get human ball. food. They just get real. Well, li- yeah, because he knows what great is. The same reason I haven't shown him snow. I don't want him to be <laughs> <laughs> so he does something 
really good. Like we're going to reward well, you Boone, with a trip to the mountain. I, I mean, I give Boone the worst of my bacon. Like just the part that the no fat. matter how hard you Is cook there it, a it's a worst of the bacon. <laughs> yeah. No. So, but then we also have a Basset Hound cookie jar with oh. little Trader Joe's um, treats in it, mm-hmm. and and we also make homemade soap, which is which is out of his Did reach. You feed to the dog? No, oh. <laughs> but he's it looks, trying to I get to a story. Yeah. So so yesterday Tasha comes home and the soap's all on the ground and the cookie jar's broken. He broke the Basset Hound cookie jar's head. And I'm like, this dog's just like on a this food. Is yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I guess he must have like tried to get into the treats. Like we had him set up here. I, really, I can't even picture him jumping. Yeah, he, he can just... jump onto that bed. Uh, that blows my mind. I know. <laughs> it's um, he's his his knee his knee bone to his thigh bone is only an inch apart. I'm not kidding. It's just insane. So you're gonna sing me a song? <laughs> <laughs> knee bones connected to the what? Yeah, uh, the Basset bone. That's no, you're uh, that's your expertise, not mine. But I, I think you're right. Dog not feeding your dog table food it's like yeah. he never ever ever had table food or people food mm-hmm. until this guy moved in oh, but yeah. so thankfully he at least has like the good dog training like i meet a lot yeah, of yeah. people whose dogs like have always eaten from the table yeah. always gotten scraps and they're like begging and their faces all over you while you're trying to eat your yeah meal. your family's dog so don't blame it on me <laughs> your family's dog's the worst well but my dog is not because i properly trained my dog and said no table food i would put when he was like because i got him at eight weeks old so i would eat my food like like on a low table next to him and like make him go up to it and then say no so he knew like oh wow even if i walk away from this this is not yours this oh really mine. even if you leave the room mm-hmm. he'll leave it alone mm-hmm. it's wow. funny wow. Inspect- my like, dog can't be trusted if you leave the room he got older and inspected it more than i wanted him to because for a while he'd just be like oh that's food yeah i can't have that that's not my food and he knew oh man and then he's like what's that smell like as he got older he's like i think i'm supposed to be attracted it's just to in there it's just in their dna yeah, to in be it. like i'm gonna rip so, this apart so but no he's never so you never came home and like your shoes food. were destroyed or something uh not shoes no one time he took uh brownies off of the microwave on i had to keep my my stuff on top of on top wow. of on top of things because uh, of and him. he still got to him. Yeah, because he he's big. Him. Yeah, and he can jump like he can clear a four foot wall. <laughs> Interesting. So your roommates must love him though. That's like the coolest dog to have. Yeah, he's great uh, for them. No, I mean he the, the, he he leaves them alone for the most part. Um, but yeah, like, I came home and there's like just brownies on the middle of the floor, and he's like eating them, but not happy about it. He's just like licking <laughs> just them the like shame, like shame. Yeah, it's like I mean I worked so hard to get these, so I'm supposed to eat them, but. This really isn't good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, actually, it's chocolate. That's really. He's a big good. dog, though. So, yeah, I, they, they, you always say like, don't eat chocolate. Buy new brownies, and that really <laughs> put a damper on my day. I'm, l- I'm like your husky with sweets. I'm like, I just shouldn't stop, Dave. Stop. Yeah. I'll just one more, and I just shove it in before my body gets like yeah. sore from it. Before your boss comes out and sees you. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Tasha's like, where she hides? I found the hiding spot of the chocolate. So she I had to hide the the Halloween candy. Do you guys still have Halloween candy? There's like one piece left, but I found them. So <laughs> I've been I've been pretty good knowing where they are. Like I've been pretty good. I'm I'm like we had we had a DiGiorno pizza. We're real classy here. We had yeah, a DiGiorno like pizza it. last night, and there was two slices left. Now now old Dave eats both of those no matter how much it hurts because yep. like three slices you can have you for have another meal. day, but two slices I'm like really that's I yes, mean yes two slices you can have for the next day. Not See we're side yeah. <laughs> Tasha's a psycho where like she'll leave like three scoops of mac and cheese that she doesn't want to eat, and I'm like what's the you don't eat till you're full you eat till like you really hate yourself. That's like <laughs> but like that's just a different sort of scarcity that I kind of grew up feeling. Did you grow up in a big family? Um, I grew up. My, I was just my sister and myself and my mom, but oh. my, my, but came from a big family. So like my mom's one of eight. So that oh. whole like need, you know, at family gatherings, like eat right now or you don't eat at all. Yeah. Yeah. Eat, yeah. Your kitchen's Get closed. Get the good stuff before yeah. it's gone. Yep. And then the kitchen's, you know, kitchen, which she never closed the kitchen, but kitchen's closed. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I would just hoard and then finish your plate and all the, all the sayings that it's like gluttony is one of the seven deadly sins. But if, you know, Irish Catholic family, you're going to eat everything. That So I was a fat, I was a pretty, I was a chubby. Were you? I was swim with a t-shirt on kid. Really? And it wasn't until high school I that like I figured it out. I the feeling of swimming with a t-shirt on. I didn't like. I don't. <laughs> I don't like the feeling of drowning. Just like, like that wet, that wet. I don't know why. I hate it now. I don't know why. I do it now. I, like, as a kid, I was like, oh, I can leave my t-shirt on? All right. <laughs> See, but kids, there's the type of kids that just do what they want to do, march to the beat of the drum, and like don't. Thing. Like I just felt like someone was always watching me, mm-hmm. so it was the hardest thing in the world to take my T-shirt off for the first time. Because for like several years, I know it's super sad. Any fat people, is. any it's fat no people, comedian. <laughs> yeah, but like that's the feeling of like everyone's gonna know if I take it off at this party. So, but but instead, it became, hey, Dave's got the T-shirt on, and I had, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then my cousin Casey, 
shout out to you, Casey. Was a much bigger kid growing up, but he had the big belly and he just was shirtless. Owned it. Owned it. Yeah. Owned it. That's the thing is, kids you don't think of as like. I mean, I didn't think of him as like, oh, that's a fat kid. I was like, oh no, that. that yeah. That's the way he's shaped. But I had just a wet fucking shirt stuck to me. No, I've made it way worse. It is just interesting, though, because I feel like all all kids are different. You know, you the more you have kids or around people with kids, you realize like that they're very unique and sensitive beings. But I was not um, like a like sort of self-aware kind of insecure. I didn't develop those until probably about middle school age. Like really before you moved to L.A. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that, that's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like, it's interesting to you for you to be like, oh no, I was a chubby kid wearing the t-shirt in the pool. Like that would have never. I mean, I wore like green sparkly lipstick. You weren't looking at the other boys I, like, oh, there's a chubby kid. Right. I just. Well, didn't. I had a cousin call me fat once. That stuck with me, and it's funny. Yeah. My cousin Tim, he called me the same line recently. He, he like when I was a kid, he like hit me in the stomach, and he goes, "Hey, Captain, you got a little uh, chub over there, huh, kid?" Like he's from Boston, so he's just like that's his he way of saying hi. He was older than you. Yeah, that's Tim's like two years older. Okay. So like as a kid, he's like a foot and a half taller, and he's a he's skin you know skinny guy. And then I saw him. I brought him to a stand up show recently when I was in town, and he was like, "Hey, Dave, you got a little chub going on there." And I'm like, <laughs> "Fuck, man, I can't <laughs> escape the shame of my family." Yeah. And then yeah, we almost well. That's his. That's his callback. Yeah, that's his that's thing. His yeah, I'm gonna have it for life. I'm gonna yeah. be on my deathbed. Hey, you'll chub over there. It's like <laughs> yeah. I've got fucking thyroid. Oh, the worms haven't eaten this part yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you're okay. Let's uh, let's reminisce about the days of having roommates because I moved. Oh, yeah. I moved um, here. Uh, you know, before I lived with Tasha, I had about thirty thirty five male roommates and two female roommates that's about and, what i'm at right now yeah you get your random like girl moves in with a group of guys like yeah. after a breakup or you know what i mean like there's always like yeah. that that drifter yep. but uh mainly just you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah why would a girl want to live with me she must be <laughs> that's true although i feel like most girls will testify that living with guys is better than living with girls i think I'd i think it depends on the situation i had yeah. a, with guys i did and um they were a great group of guys oh my god the nicest like just we're still friends even though we live 3,000 miles but that apart. means they didn't bring many other chicks home no not like, necessarily the nicest guys like if they brought chicks home you'd be like oh, they're assholes oh well that they weren't slutty yeah, oh, yeah i wouldn't respect them if they were slutty guys but um but living with guys is a way well not necessarily a messier experience than living with girls because i've also lived with messy girls yeah. but in general i like a clean home <laughs> and so mess Do you have a, irritates like a prejudice me towards like a messier guy versus a messy girl like does a messy girl bother you more than a messy guy uh yeah i think i yeah. probably can I accept because one of my that... girl, one of my roommates at the time was a girl and she was messy and my my girlfriend was like that uh, a messy girl in the bedroom girls like, can like, make a like, greater oh. mess with the least amount of shit that's true you could give a girl like a small handful of shit and <laughs> it can be disgusting what they can do to it versus I guys could have like a pile of laundry in the corner and you kind of it just sort of blends into the vibe. i don't know you manage to make mess just like float around the whole apartment yeah without trying mark my territory <laughs> this is really, really just nice. socks i like Thank to you. kick socks everywhere just one just at a time <laughs> this one there that. i found a sock in my coat pocket yesterday <laughs> Huh. I was like, that's a that's good to know. It's good to know that I've got a one ankle sock. You never know when you're gonna need that. What's your relationship with your roommates? Uh right now I just got a new roommate. It is a girl. Uh I found her on Craigslist. Her mom was concerned that it's two guys that are living there, but like we're in our thirties. You had to do like the social media predators. swap so she sees your photos. We didn't even do that, no. Oh no, really? No, no, we met in person and then like her mom came and met me the day after, like before she signed anything. She wanted to make sure. So Is she like, young? I was like I uh, she's in college, but I don't oh. know. Santa Monica College? Yeah, or? So oh, I don't okay. know what age, because that could be a wide age, wide age range. There. Yeah, that's interesting. So you got a younger... Is she, are you attracted, yeah. is she attractive? She's cute. I'm not attracted to her, which is why I could live with her. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I would live with someone that wasn't my girlfriend that was that I found attractive. Have you, have you before? Um, no. Yeah, that's a weird... I don't think no, I've had yeah, a deal with that. I would have a roommate that way. Is yeah, that that's be, just, just a weird situation. Yeah, unless it's like a unless, girlfriend or... Unless you like decide to like seriously date and then you kick. But even then, I have to have like an end point for when they won't be my roommate for sure. Because otherwise, you date, you break up, you're stuck. Yeah. Unless like one of us has to leave now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a, that, that'd be a horrible situation. Yeah. Uh, so, what about your other roommate? The other roommate's a, a guy I've been living with for, he's been five years there. Okay. I've been there for seven. So, I've gone through a couple before him and then several more since. Are you like just roommates or buddies? Buddies now, but roommates first, which is weird because like I've like become worse friends with f- living with friends 
I become yeah. worse friends with after they move out. Yeah. But like living with roommates, I become friends with by living with them. It's weird. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's a dynamic. And yeah, it's just like like with a girl, like you don't go back to whatever it, it, the previous friendship was. It's like mm-hmm. you're either closer because of it or you sort of have resentment. Yeah. I don't talk to one guy oh, yeah. I used to live with in, in my, my last place. They were kind of yeah. just we, we didn't click. Yep. It, it wasn't How long like, did you live with them? Not not long, just about a year. And hot, yeah, it's still, but it's before that, but before that, my other roommates, I've built like a, a pretty good, like my New York roommates. Mm-hmm. I feel like something about New York, you're like you're kind of like bunkered in in the winters, and mm-hmm. if you're yeah, going to yeah. survive, you're going to survive. You versus to know each other, here, like my one roommate, and I just didn't talk, and I, you know, my old place was in the valley with a pool, so like I'd be up by the pool, he'd be, we you, we could not cross paths, which was nice. Yeah. Versus yeah, now, yeah. it's like Tasha and I cannot not cross paths, <laughs> like <laughs> no matter where we are from, you know, from bathroom to kitchen, as far <laughs> apart as we could be. With all these cables and cords here too. <laughs> We're pretty much hunkered in together. Yeah. Now, so you, are you single right now? Single right now, yeah. Uh, yeah. How long have you been single for? Uh, I mean, in today's day and age, uh, not I haven't called a girl a girlfriend in like five years. But you've dated. But I've dated, yeah. But it's like. Dating, I hate, I hate this topic. Dating in LA is so hard, but like it, it's, it's just a weird time for dating, and it's, I think it's weirder in LA because like in other cities, like with if I open up like Tinder or some stupid dating app in another city when I'm because I travel a lot, like I'll match with people immediately who like want to meet. Yeah, you're like a catch. Mm-hmm. There, yeah. yeah, and that doesn't mean you're not a catch here. It just girls, there's, there's the a, priorities are in a different level yeah, yeah. here. It's exactly. interesting because in general, not just girls, people's priorities mm-hmm. are different in LA. Mm-hmm. People are moving to LA to make it in something. Probably the film industry, yeah. you know. It's but it's for themselves, right? Like they, they've they've left a bunch behind already, selfishly. You know, if you want to be like. A dick about it. Yeah, no, but that's that's exactly what it is for their own specific dreams. And I think a lot of people they might want like a casual sort of a dating thing, but they're certainly not looking for a relationship. Like that, they're focused on themselves right now. So it is. It's this is my strategy. Tasha lived here what five years before we started dating. So you got to get a girl who's been here for five years. Yes. Then you got to go. Hey, lady, you're single. This is it. This is the best you're going to do. And you just tell it to him. Slowly <laughs> that what every single day. Yeah, you go, look, uh, boy, we're both going to get older here. So <laughs> put some well sunscreen on and call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you've traveled. So you've done 300 college shows, which mm-hmm. I'm imagining goes everywhere from big theaters to like tiny little college coffee wherever they decide exactly to put you right yep. auditoriums with five people yep. in them i've what? done that too yeah. yeah and it's like someone that's the worst though like someone didn't promote a it coffee place with five people yeah and i've had one time i had a show that's like we had you reserved for the auditorium we're gonna move you to this room next door though that's like just a multi-purpose room where they set up a stage because we don't think we're getting enough people at the auditorium it's like wow oh okay and then they did that, and they didn't have enough room for all the people inside that room because they had like 300 people show up. Wow, like, oh, that's kind of cool, though. Yeah, but I'd rather would have done the show on the stage with like. You've the got the benefit of having songs mm-hmm. and like pacing versus like yes. if I and I am the worst if a if a joke's not being received or the audience sucks, I just uh, jump ship. You do jump ship. Jump ship. I'm. I see these guys in L.A. that like they're just doing their bit straight through, and I'm like, yeah. are you kidding me? I'm I'm going certified meltdown, and I'm not even sad about it. <laughs> no. I will lose my shit and it probably is i would think a more fun experience than some guy just being like so peaches are weird i had a peach the other day and like no if you're not so listening you comment on it yeah i just i just go i'd rather interview each if it's a small crowd i'd rather mm-hmm. talk to them one at a time yeah i mean but if i mean a small sometimes small crowds like i do the improv space you know that little the little room yeah. uh you see you see like and sometimes there's five people but they're like they're nodding and laughing and yeah. you know it's up to us to realize like a chuckle is a good response no and if the five people are there you have 100 percent of their attention that's better than like if there's 100 people there and 20 of them don't care yeah like you yeah sure you can focus on the other 80 but i don't yeah i focus on the 20 that are like why aren't you laughing Everyone else around you is laughing. What's wrong with you? What can now, I do to make you laugh? That's that's I sh- I shouldn't be that way, but I'm that way. I'm like this asshole with his yeah. hands. We did um I did Cal State Dominguez Hills for that, for those listening. That's nice. that's where um the Toros were from Bring It On. That's where they filmed Bring oh, It On. Okay. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, do you know that? So we did no. that. Um, they they had a five five p.m. show and the the oh, the show that. was before eight. Yeah, is dangerous. The show and it's a it's a very Hispanic sort of like mm-hmm. day school like a lot of commuters so. Yeah. They, um, it's, um, this is like near Long Beach, uh, California. So they, they literally put this show on as a means for the kids to do something. So they miss traffic. Mm. 
So this is a missed traffic type of thing. So Hilarious. and they and they brought taquitos. So they had like a plate warmer with taquitos and some other Mexican food. And and I got on stage and I, I had a good set, but I, I I buried myself into some holes. And there's just people like randomly showed up. Like what's go, what's the noise going what's on in going this room? On, yeah. It's just a confidence room. It looks like we would give a press you know release. And I and I started commenting on the taquitos, but it just came off racist because yep. it was a room full of Mexicans. And I'm like, hey, get your fucking taquitos and like. But yeah, that's yeah. what they were serving. They it was, <laughs> but like they, we all got our check and we we kind of did our time yeah. and college. How many you guys did it. It was like five. How many time? How much time do you have to do? I think twenty. So that was a so, long show too. Yeah, maybe fifteen to twenty. I feel like I don't I, whatever it was, it's but anything over an hour. Sometimes like schools will book like me and another like hour set because I do an hour when I'm there, and so it's like when you better do two back to back hour long. That's comedians. a lot. In 2016, almost 17 now, college kids, like, they don't have that attention They're span. twitching yeah. to do <laughs> something. Like, can I go first? I'll go first. It's, I'll, just, I'll just go first, you know, because it's going to be harder. Because <laughs> you know, they're not going to care after 45 minutes. Going up first when the audience is sort of ready is, like, the thing to do. Mm-hmm. Like, like, headliners, like, you you earn your money in, like, comedy clubs if you got to follow, yeah. like, like, a long show. Yeah. Now, but so you, so what year did you graduate college? 07. Oh, me too. 07. Nice. nice. So what's the biggest difference? You it's younger than me for some uh, reason. No, no. It's no, the hair. Like, I don't know. Maybe well, it's working for I you. thought we were You're about the same You're more put age. together. I'm wow. more put together. Wow. He's got a girlfriend. <laughs> you can take her. Take her with you. Um, you guys can make some soap together. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of really like being single all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking soap maker. That's my new. Hey, you've seen this soap maker everywhere. Uh, he also does comedy. <laughs> that's good. That's um, good. Yeah, that's going to be my first success. Um, so what's the difference that you see now around colleges you know, you've you've probably been to all types of colleges mm-hmm. versus ten mm-hmm. ten years ago. Yep, uh, I've seen it all, man. Uh, no, I I hate saying this, and I'm not sure if it's I'm getting more uh, particular on what I perform, what I'll write. Because when I first started doing colleges, I had 45 minutes of material, and my agents were like, "Cool, you need to do an hour." And it's like, "Okay, I'm gonna write some new songs today." So like, I wrote like songs about like the calf, uh, <laughs> which. Hard to make funny, really, <laughs> and also, like, universally funny. So, like, I was, like, just doing all my material. And then I got to a point, like, I'd write more as, like, because I'm pop culture-based, too. Uh-huh. So, like, whatever happens pop culture, I can, like, make it into my show. Uh, and then I got to a point where I was, like, oh, cool, I have really good material. But I was, like, yeah, but now I'm bored with that because it's, like, cheap jokes. And, like, you know, because when you graduate college, which is what I, I graduated college and then started doing comedy right after that. So, like, Everything was funny to me. It was like dick jokes and sex jokes and like, oh, man, I just learned I can say vagina on stage. That's, and then have my mom in the show and say it and watch her face, and that's just a funny thing. And then, like, you graduate. like, no, it has to be more than that. Like, if you're going to say vagina and make it a double entendre, be talking about someone's cat. and A little bit more sophisticated. Yeah, more sophisticated. I talk about I my mom's vagina I'm going to say stage. vagina, but do you? Yeah. Yeah. But not in a... I don't. It's less crude than it, it is sounds. talking about. I'm an Irish twin, so I talk about oh, yeah. having two births in one year. Your first or second? Second. Oh. Yeah. That's, so I'm literally. I'm. I'm literally the, the. That's why I'm like literally the easiest going person I think you'll ever meet. As far as like <laughs> when shit goes wrong, I'm like, well, whatever. Because I just I had an older sister who took the brunt of like. Are you a real Irish twin? Eleven months. Yeah. yeah. Eleven months, thirteen days. Yeah, I someone last week just was saying they were an Irish. They want to have Irish twins, and they want to keep it within like a year and a half. And I was like, that's, that's longer than an Irish count. twin. Yeah, I met someone, uh, someone on stage. I, I did Laugh Factor for the first time, and there was uh, someone in the audience who was an Irish twin, mm-hmm. which is pretty. You know, everyone, most people know of an Irish twin, but she was like, I was like, how many days apart? Or her kids were Irish twins, so mom. she was the the the, the worker bee. So she mom. said they were, yeah, <laughs> so they were like eleven months and like twenty days apart. Oh, wow. And so I was like, "Yeah, I got you beat." Uh, but that's yeah, still it's, like now it's a, it's a contest that way. You're talking two months. You it's just crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think no, Irish twins will really. That's like a. That's our parents' generation. They they were kind of big on having a lot of kids really fast. That's the other thing with like the dating in LA and dating these days, where it is like no one's in a rush to get kids. Yeah, like you know. We're not like trying now. to. It's not like, yeah. oh man, I should be married ten years ago. I should have been married ten years ago. But, but. I'm, I'm interested <laughs> to see when we're older. If then at thirty five or thirty eight, you know, people are in a panic mm-hmm. trying to rush and mm-hmm. have kids because yeah, that's there's a biological clock. Yeah, you, you are still fighting. Yeah, uh, even though like society's like, nah, it's cool, man. Hang out. Like, 
we're overpopulated right now anyway. It's, that's maybe exactly that's what my thing. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Like, it's just like this consensus, like throughout the like subconscious of like we're overpopulated. We're cool just hanging out. With just. We've automated all the things we would have needed kids for. Like, you used to have, like, a farm, and you'd have literally would need as many hands as you can get to do shit. Now it's like, okay, what do we... Then we just got to build another kid room and move. And and spend more money on them. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Now it sounds like they're not going to be carrying their weight at all. Right. Well, and sometimes, I mean, and that's what we talk about going back to, like, the college kids these days. Like, it feels like these days, as opposed to, like, 10 years ago days, like, they don't carry as much weight as they did. Like, they're... This generation, not generation, but like the, the the people in college now seem more like. Do they seem younger? They seem much younger, but they seem younger in like a. Their parents are always looking out for them, like more, the than, helicopter. Just a heli- more than a helicopter parent, though, because like helicopter parents have always been a person. I feel like it's a helicopter generation, though. Yeah, like it's just like everyone's parents are just like. Well, it's interesting because oh, even because there's like no kid left grades. You can look on their like, on the website and see your kids like grades up to date, and, and then you go talk to the professor and get it fixed. Yeah, it's not. Like I don't want to sound like too much of a Republican, but it is interesting that like the government too has sort of made yeah. it where like you can't like I read stories of you know parents that want to have like free range kids, but the other parents in the neighborhood call the cops on them because they let the their own their kids walk two blocks away to the park by themselves and they you know it's like you're sort of like not really allowed to like be hands-off anymore that's considered that's frowned upon they want you know your like everybody's involved Mm -hmm. in your in your parenting and and yeah and the, the the generation we're talking about, like kids in college right now, yeah. they they've kind of been taught what trigger words are bad and yeah, and that's the, without the, the context. No, you're a, you're you're like a pretty clean comic, but do you have to do you have to do you have oh, jokes where people like jeer when when a comedy club laughs? I have I for the last two years I've had trouble writing because I know I'm writing from a straight white male's perspective, so I have to be careful about what I talk about now. Yeah, and the problem when I write like pop culture, like what's popular right now is PC culture, is like how did Trump win, is like the dumb stuff. It's like I'm not the person who's supposed to be saying this stuff in front. So uh, yeah, it's like it's like, yeah. jokes. like I can't make sex jokes right now because rape culture is so like anything that's aggressive. Like even that let let. Uh, it's Christmas time, so I'm talking about this, I guess. That uh, "Baby, It's Cold Outside" song. Oh yeah, yeah. Someone, that was the, the first thing on my Facebook this morning. To the two people that re, that rewrote that, mm-hmm. because it because it was too rapey. Because it's too rapey. It sounding. lacks consent. Yes. So they rewrote it. Have you heard the rewritten one though? No, I didn't play it. I played it, and it just makes it sound like this guy wants this girl to leave. And she won't. It's like, <laughs> yeah, okay, you can go. And he's, she's like, but it's cold outside. He's like, yeah, I know. You, whatever you want, it's fine. And it just really sounds like there's like some opposite, like over, over PC uh, on it that makes it seem like now this girl's just bothering this poor guy. Yeah. And the thing and is, I think it's a, it's there. an important conversation to have. I oh, think absolutely. it's something that we should absolutely. all be talking about. But I like classic Christmas songs. I know, I know, I know it sounds the, a little. Yeah, I get it that it's like it is a little rapey. But that's that that's when you open up the conversation mm-hmm. to 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 it address sounds, it. But that's the thing is, like, I think it's probably along with like society's stuff right now. Like, it sounds more rapey each Christmas. Like it's the same song by the that same people, the same lyrics that it's years been. Yeah. Or... But like, I because I just noticed it like three years ago, I was like, "Huh, that song sounds uh, yeah. non-consensual." What's <laughs> funny is even what's in this drink, even a like, couple of years ago, when with Elf the movie, yeah, what's in you this had drink? Will, you had Will yeah. Ferrell just like wa- literally walking into the shower and singing, and that we were still cool with it. It's Will Ferrell. It's yeah. cool. It's all right. Yeah. He's harmless. Well, and you saw his face; it was completely innocent. I mean, yeah, yeah. Had, <laughs> on paper, he's an elf, grown man. So you, but yeah, so, it is interesting when you see it like in the media. I get why it needs to be talked about absolutely. because it's because like when we see it in the media. For a long time there was this whole thing. I'm not supposed to say, and right. and that's not good. Right, but you know when they normalize, like, oh, it's okay for Will Ferrell to walk in mm-hmm. the shower when this girl's in there. Like, yeah. obviously, we know he's Buddy the Elf, right. but it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, we don't want to see those things as normal. We want to see more women in like what is the test, the Betchel test, Betchel. I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, I don't know. Bet- but two, it's two it's got like a D, no, S, C, and an H. Anyway, well, it's a it's Jesus. a test that they do. You want to look it up for movies? Yeah, you can look it up. Well, I want to um, look it up. My phone's over there. Uh, What's it called? All right, you talking all. 
We lost the live stream. We just did the first 25 minutes That's live stream. Right. The rest is audio. So if you're watching the live stream, well, you're not now. But anyway, we're on the live stream if you want to check out the first hour, half hour where we have the dog and but it's all that shit. To get what that test yeah. is like, um, it's a way that they evaluate movies and it needs to meet like these three criteria. The first one is that there's two or more named females. Females with a name, mm-hmm. not just like waitress or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, oh, okay. and you that like they not, not the actors, but the character names, right? Got it. And that they talk about something other than a guy, right? And the then that I'm have to. right. Yeah. So it's like, it, does it pass this test of of showing like strong female characters? It's like, well, mm-hmm. if you have two named females, but all they do is talk about the lead male and they don't right. talk about anything else, right. then that doesn't pass. And right. then I'm but sure there's a third criteria. But it's but it's true that like for women and minorities, if all you see in your favorite movies is guys mm-hmm. as the as the hero and women as supporting characters mm-hmm. that w- does affect you yeah that affects yeah. your development that affects and then your... the 20 co-star characters are all like pizza delivery guy ups man they're always like bet like mainly right characters. you want to be able to see yourself as a leading woman mm-hmm. as a leading minority you yeah. want to know that that's something to aspire to you know like that that's going to shape who you you grow up into a leading person yeah. you know not Absolutely. a second person well right. that's we're, we're going to solve this issue today on the sex actually podcast we're going to fix no i think they need to it's like they're quantifying the issue which is good but i think you know i think in today's world there's been more women uh, screenplay writers and and directors. I mean, it's like crazy the leaps and bounds. But it's never. I mean, it's never we're enough. up to like two percent. Yeah, that's not, the thing. We're not even. No, up you get to your like Shonda Rhimes. And, no, but no, it's like big. Um, no, I was just reading these numbers the other day. Like, yes, it's been a better year for women and minorities in films as directors and as producers and whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's still like less than ten percent for sure. Yeah. It's not you know, like yeah. sure we're making we're making progress, but it's gonna take us another decade to become equals if we go still at this rate. Sure. We need to be moving a lot faster though. You got like Jennifer Lawrence is billed she's getting paid more than Chris Pratt in the new movie, which is a big there's a lot of big steps though that like that well, the, there's it's a good formula that, to that. It's good that they're celebrating that yeah. like there's it's about your box office yeah. potential overseas. Also, I mean that's but that's the trick of it too is like you look at like what someone's worth and because of history the men have been worth more so they're guaranteed to have box office returns so they're the ones that are getting the names and then it's creating new names that are females that are that are as leads like a Jennifer Lawrence but then you have like right now we're in this transition where it is like it's the same females getting the work. Right. Yeah. It's like once they've proven themselves, they're in. Then they're able to but request like, more money. But still more, the people... Like, yeah, I think, yeah, you're right. It is still easier as a guy to become an unknown to a success overnight just because you're the exact right type. Well, and to get paid well and for it well, because yeah. you're a... You know, yeah. like if you're a girl, they just can't... You're like, oh, I don't, I can't, I'm so excited to take this role. I'll take right. nothing. Right. And and it aren't like strong negotiators. Yeah. And- I definitely see it more now dating dating you than as a single guy. No, because I see like... <laughs> because I'm spelling it out well, for you. Well, you keep telling no, me. No, oh. no, like your friend... Tasha, uh, Tasha got a friend that got fucked over by like a commercial where she went to the shoot and then found out afterwards that it was a buyout versus five years. Mm-hmm. So like not to, not to like... For those listening, it basically... The contract was changed without her approval and then it's just a bunch of people threatening like lawsuits and stuff if and you she don't doesn't abide. have the agency on her side and these sort of yeah like, so it's about and then women you know women come off as bitches men don't is just what, for like standing up yeah. for yourself it's interesting because i think um uh women have always been sort of um I'm trying to think of the right word. I think when a woman is assertive, it comes off as aggressive yeah. versus when a guy is assertive, it comes, it comes off, off as, as assertive, right? Yeah. But when a woman comes off as just assertive, standing her ground, standing up for what she believes She's in, a bitch. N- yeah, yeah, it comes off as like screechy and and. I just want a world where women can be as assertive and confident and like strong-minded, but the guy can also. And I'm not. This isn't like a. Uh, an alt-right sort of viewpoint where like, but men men should have rights too. Like, trust me, I get it. I get where we come from. I get all that. I have nowhere to go but dig myself into a grave here. But I just, I, I find myself on stage all the time 
feeling like I've got to defend my position just as a straight white guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've kind of owned up to like, I get it, whatever, because like a lot of yeah. mics and stuff in L.A., you know, the, when you're a comic on stage, you're supposed to hold the gavel and be the judge and control the room. But the women don't want to listen to a guy. Well, and audiences now have a bigger voice than they ever did. Yeah. So if an yeah. audience doesn't like it, an audience stands up, says something, that then becomes trending news on a blog the next day. And every right. heckler you ever have, every mm-hmm. heckler you ever have is a drunk woman. It's just like a fact. Men, I've men, had dudes. You've had dudes? I've had dudes, but they always yell out free bird. Yeah. <laughs> but dudes, oh, that's I think it. so clever when they say a joke from the <laughs> 80s. Yeah. Free bird. Dude hecklers, <laughs> dude hecklers, though, generally want to, they just, they want to, they think they're furthering along they the think thing. They along Versus the, a girl being yeah. like, oh no, uh-uh. I can't have my time to first. Yeah, uh-uh. I think you're right that the female hecklers like they want to make it about them. Like it's their it special is. snowflake yeah. time. Like they want to be this. But that doesn't mean they don't think they're furthering it for. They're making fun of your comedy too. They're not. But yeah. like, <laughs> no heckler is helping a show. You probably yeah, get. That's it. really the message that we yeah. should be hammering home: yeah. is that you're not the person on Whether stage. You're, you're not the person with a microphone. Your job is to sit down, shut up, and laugh. Yeah. Do you think yeah, you, you get heckled less as a because you're more like more musical performing, and they kind of understand that, that? I used to get heckled more uh, because I was musical performing, and no one understood what I was doing, and my show wasn't structured well enough to like show in the first because my my job as like a singing comedian is in the first 10 minutes i have to let a hundred people who've never seen me or know who i am before figure out who i am what i'm doing and what we're expecting for the next hour so like i've written material to like to be that like all right now that you guys this is know my who introduction that's yeah, my introduction you. song i play guitar and i sing jokes the jokes are still here they just rhyme we good? Cool. Now we're going to do some more songs. <laughs> but for a while, I didn't have it like that. And like people would be like, three songs in, I'd have I have one time a dude yelled out, like, uh, do some jokes. Like, <laughs> Those were jokes. jokes. <laughs> no, like some actual jokes. That's not. That's the, the worst heckle doing. is when a, when an audience member goes, just do your act. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, this fucking guy yeah. just want I'm the jester now. OK, yeah. like you almost can't go back into your no. act when they say that. That's no. all. Yeah, I feel because like, you want to be defiant. You're like, no, I'm just going to stand here. Honestly, and though, if, you tell me if anyone wants to heckle, that's what you say. And, and yeah. there are responses to that to be like to you know to shut them up. But it's also like, wow, you've really yeah. I guess I should just do my act. You got a point. Just do your set, buddy. It's like, whoa, okay. Well, you started it. <laughs> yeah. But so you've traveled. So what's what's the best like what region of the country to perform in mainly? Are you with so NACA? You're with NACA, right? I've done NACA. Okay. Yeah, do they, they book a lot of your college work, or do you get no, it? I have an to, agent. Okay. That's NACA affiliated. Okay. I, I kind of always wonder how that works. Yeah, so they send you to different regions. Uh, so for the NACA stuff. It's like it's basically a science fair. If you picture science fairs as though the acts are all the science projects, uh, and all these and they go around and they go around. You get a booth. They walk. Yeah, you get a booth. They walk. The students? uh, No, the acts. No, no, you said the students walk around. Yeah, they all represent different schools. Mm -hmm. Oh wow! So like, oh, representatives from okay. They're they're entertainment. Division bookers, bookers yeah, uh, but it's students, which are mainly. Are I, I feel that's like so interesting. I would never yeah. have expected that they send the students. Yeah, so that's the trick of it. Is it's like as a as a college touring comedian, like you don't work with the same bookers because the bookers are the students and those graduate each year. So you have to like reprove yourself every single year, uh, unless you get lucky and someone saw your show as a freshman and didn't know what they were seeing and they loved you so much they and they remember like, you. you back. And it's important yeah. to have like Yelp style reviews where it's like, yeah, yeah, like Brian showed up. He was nice. He yes. hung out with the students. Well, because... and also to be like really cool. Like yeah. you better like make oh, yeah. friends no, with these as, students. As soon as I step quick. out of the car, it's turn it on. And it's like, I mean, how judged stay happy and funny on stage and off. I feel like I would time. feel so old. If I, I was trying to bro with well, a when student. I started doing this, I was 24, so I was like, oh yeah, I'm still like friends with all you guys. Like, we're, I still, all my friends are still in college. Like, but like now, it's like I'm over 30, and when someone asks, like, hey, how old are you? Uh, old enough to be your brother. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> your older brother. I remember I went 30. Anything you guys are like grandpa over here? We can't laugh at him. Yeah, yeah seriously. He's way too old. I yeah, I have that. I have the perspective where I have a brother in college mm-hmm. and a brother who's 13. So. I've, I'm kind of holding on to like what's what's cool through them because it kind of can, can relate my material. Like, well, my 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 college brother doesn't understand what this means. Right. And it sort of like relates that, but it also it does no, it does make you feel old though. Like, do you have do you have younger siblings or anything? yeah, I have younger siblings, but like all four of us were born within five years. Oh wow, yeah. So so they're not they're all close. no youngest one's twenty six. But I mean, like college kids, they all get the same. I feel like they're they're. They're probably more grown up than when we were in college as far as... Yeah, and the other trap of it, too, is, like, when I was their age, I wasn't funny. 
Like, do you want a professional comedian? Then you don't want a 24-year-old. Yeah. Because, yeah. like... You'd have to you be like a savant. Right. You know, I haven't, I haven't failed. I haven't had successes. Well, I always I remember... I remember seeing this comic. Never heard of him. I was a freshman in college. And Dane Cook, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, everyone wanted to go. It was like... Mm-hmm. We all, like, had this hype. You know, we're, yep. internet's barely yeah, happening. Yeah, college when I... Yeah, so, like, he, he, he came in and was supposed to perform for half the, the like, auditorium. Mm-hmm. And, like kids kept on buying tickets so they just they just took down his backdrop and made it like a 360 show oh, cool. and i was like this motherfucker's like it it was a rock show i mean yeah I, I had no idea who this guy was and and i'm like i mean he was he was 10 10 years in but he felt he mm-hmm. felt like our like cooler older brother he like yeah. felt like a guy you'd see at a party yes versus a comic who's been working his act out right you know all over i mean he he yeah. started like laundry mats and you know boston everywhere you could but it's an interesting, like, tipping point how – I don't even know how you get to that level. Right. Uh, I mean, as well, far as – Right. It is a rock star for him. Like, that is more of a rock show. Yeah. But he still was not known – it wasn't – I mean, the, the, then the next year he came back and did, like, the basketball arena. Like, he went from, mm-hmm. like, the shitty little, like, you know, still like a 3,000-seater to the 20,000-seater. Right. Yeah. And it was like, okay, he's – and then, you know, private jet moving around. Mm-hmm. Like, they, like, he made it. But so for you, it's like you basically – rely mainly on the school so the school books you mm-hmm. and then you rely mainly on them promoting it yeah and yeah they do they just i mean there's things i could do but it's like especially for a school i've never been to i don't know anything about it i'm not like i as a comic i'm a shy person i'm not about like just trying to blast my stuff on facebook and right. social media like hey guys i have another show you can, you could you yeah. should come and to it, it will swing three people <laughs> yeah, and swing three people and it's like and then lose 20 real friends <laughs> we get it that's Brian. what i We're do sick of it for every person i get in a seat i lose 20 family yeah. members like, we yeah, don't exactly. care so it's like that weird like i want to help and like i want people who don't know about me to show up and like decide if they like me or not because a lot of them end up liking me who didn't know who i was when i showed up and yeah. then now they tell all their friends, like, yeah, Brian O'Sullivan's here last week. And they're saying, who's that? It's like, oh, you don't know? It's like, Do you sell any, sell any merchandise at the shows? <laughs> yeah, I or sell any? T-shirts and CDs. T-shirts. Nice. Yeah. So you, is there a recipe for, like, which shows work better? Is there, like, a night of the week? Or um, um, when you're like, oh, this is going to be a good one versus, oh, shit, I'm in the cafeteria. If I'm in a theater, it's going to be a good one. Okay. Uh, cafeterias can go either way. It depends. Because they pay. I mean, college shows, they pay pretty well. And, like, yeah, sometimes you got to eat the bullet. They pay in, you at noon or they pay you for... A 9 p.m. Which show. is crazy. Yeah. It's crazy that they think that that's a good idea. That's the thing. To do. But like you said, like some of them are commuter schools, and they just don't have ki- kids on campus at, right. after 5. And their thinking is, well, everyone has a lunch break from 12 to 1, so yeah. we'll just put this in the calf. <laughs> and then everyone will get to watch. And it. they've got the money. Like every kid yeah. pays like a you know a when fee. I when I was it was a couple hundred bucks a semester would mm-hmm. just go to entertainment costs. And they say it's a free show. Yeah, it's like come to this free show. And it's like well. It's Free and then the now. free show can go. <laughs> it can go both ways. Like they can not appreciate it, or right. they can hope. I, hopefully, I'm sure they know most shit in college to them I is prepaid. Yeah, so. try to tell a story real fast. I had a girl recently who was very aware of that she had paid fees for the you know the student campus board to bring in X, and uh, about four songs into my show, so like 20 minutes in, she says, uh, you know, she's not having a fun time. And she wants me to do something else. And I said, "This is. do you want to do some jokes? Because I have, like, one-liners now. So I was like, yeah, I'll do some jokes. So I do that. She still is not having She it. was an audience member? Mm-hmm. And she's still not I having it. I feel like it. her dad probably uh, is always like, oh, I paid so for blah, blah, blah. Like, my taxes should cover this <laughs> pothole. Yeah. So that Yelling was, at the firefighters. Yeah. Tasha, <laughs> she's you. <Shut laughs> this girl up. is you. You're full of I shit. paid for I want jokes about so, this. <laughs> yeah, so she did. She said, like, you know, I know that I'm paying. My, my student fees paid for this. Ugh. And I was this close to reaching <laughs> in my pocket pulling out a five dollar bill and saying here's more than your money back for what you actually paid oh, for this year of of uh, entertainment that the student board who booked <laughs> me is all in the front <laughs> row laughing very hard yeah you don't like you're it, playing to the, the people who sign the checks yeah. you need to get one of those t-shirt shooting machines did you spell it out to her like i that? did like that i spelled it and i said like if you don't want to be here you can leave and she said i can't leave because i paid for this and i was like you didn't pay much. Your well, dad no, paid. No, my fees. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't pay much. And if you're not having a fun time, why are you staying here? Like, and then so like she finally like got up and just walked out. The entire audience the, the applauded. Cheer for you. Yes. Applauded. She's probably just the most obnoxious like, person yeah, like, in every day. The entire day. audience was on my side before she said anything. Like when I first started out, I could tell like hecklers were kind of being like, 
they wanted to see what the audience was feeling like. This guy sucks, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> like, anymore, that's not the case because I have like a structured, specific show that's like, no, I know what works, and I'm doing that material at the first 20 minutes of my show. So 20 minutes in, someone has a complaint. You don't get me. That's fine. Go. No hard feelings. But if you want to like start something – you're not in the like yeah. the audience, and then the audience afterwards is probably twenty percent better because they're like, yeah, mm-hmm. fuck that guy. This is yeah. our guy. Yeah, well, I'm with exactly. you. <laughs> yeah. And then like after she left, they're like, she did that last time too. This guy was here, and he was doing regular joke, like regular stand up comedy, and she didn't like him, and so she had a problem. She said something at the show like, if you, yeah. those aren't my those aren't my type of, of comedy. Okay. Yeah. Then join the activity board. Yeah. And book yeah. People that you if want. if 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 as a comic, if you don't do exactly what you did, you mm-hmm. kind of lose the respect of the rest of the room. Yeah. Then you so lose you everybody. you lose one friend, and then you make people like, dude, this guy was real. Yeah. We're not used to people talking to us yes. like that. Professors probably don't. Right. They're like, you know, like it's and all. That's the thing I found. That was probably the, like the the thing that I naturally was. I'm glad to have learned naturally by doing so many college shows. Is it is like when you first start, like you want everyone to love you. And there's no comic who everybody loves. You don't win loves. that way. Everyone has a problem with, with someone's comedy. Yeah. Even like, I mean, you're Louis C.K.'s, you're Dane Cook's. They're huge. There are lots of people who don't like them for the exact yeah. same reason that everyone else loves them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Just on a bigger on a bigger scale. Yeah, yeah. So once you realize that you can't please all the people in Mitch Hedberg joke, you can't please all the people all Love the time. Love a good Mitch Hedberg joke. And last night, all those people were at my show. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you can't please all the people all the time. Uh but they say if you do, if you if you're a comic who everyone loves, you're probably not doing it right. I feel like Patrice O'Neill said that. Like if half the people don't hate you, then, then what are you doing? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I can see I, that you know, too. and that that's a good thing with life. With life too, it's like it's a. That's what I was thinking. It's a great life lesson. Like you don't want to be divisive, not- but like just be stick up for yourself. Exactly. Exactly. It's about like yeah. own, standing your ground, owning yourself. Don't be afraid to like make somebody not like you or make somebody mad or make an enemy. Like right. you've got to. Yeah, and it's like one thing to like. To say, hey, if you don't like this, it's fine. Just you can leave. It's no one's holding you here. But also, like, I'm not the type of person nor the type of comic to be like, yo, fuck you, man. You suck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't want to start. Yeah, you're not trying argument. to make it worse. I just you're just like, trying to like. If you can win the crowd, own, win the crowd with fun. wit, be a tinge yeah. of the victim. Mm-hmm. Hey, this chick, she's ruining yep. it for us. Right? Exactly oh yeah, we love you. It's like <laughs> I had a show in my hometown, combo. Newport, Rhode Island, and it was a B, uh, it was a BYOB show, and uh, it was just uh, it was a firehouse theater, so it was like an uh-huh. old firehouse. Huge lights where you couldn't see any of the audience, which really I don't. That. Yeah, I, I the, my biggest regret. Chick heckled me really bad. She's making fun of my hair. Your hair sucks, but and I do all hair jokes. I'm like, lady, come on. I'm making fun. Of, I'm making fun of myself. You don't pile on worse. Like I've got, I've got this, but she was just wasted. I, she either passed out or left. But I just like mm-hmm. I went really into her. My only regret was not telling them to bring the house lights up, mm-hmm. so I could just really like see, see what it. I was dealing with. I always but have I couldn't to leave the house lights up. Like they try to take them down. I'm like, can you leave them like at twenty? Because that's my ideal. I want to see everyone's faces. Yeah, see what's working? What's not working? Who needs more attention? Yeah, uh, that's why the West Side's perfect for you oh, because the West it. Side Theater. If anyone's ever in Santa Monica, it's a great small room, eighty hundred seats. Yeah, and I it's really like ninety total. Not, yeah. yeah, it's really good. Do you, do you do a monthly show there or no, I do like twice just, a year. Oh, there. okay. Yeah. So I just fi- I randomly found them on a good day. Yeah, and then the, and then uh, and then I saw you again on a I think Flappers was it yeah, Flappers it was we Flappers. both did yeah the something like room. that man yeah and I'm su- you know I'm surprised it's only those two places I ran into you because. You know, it's 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 a bigger town than you think, I feel like. It is, and it's also a smaller world than you think. Do you ever do um, – I just did the basement show um, at the Victorian. No. Shan- I got to put you in touch with Shannon Lee. Yeah, she runs a show. I've heard about that show. I haven't seen it. They, they were, um, it was really good. Yeah, was it's it? a good room, and it's – it's free for the audience. They give you the the drinks are great, happy hours great. They pack they pack in like a hundred yeah. people, like real tight. Yeah. It's a good room. Yeah, you should definitely get on yeah. that. Um, we're approaching the end, so let's promote some stuff before we get out of here. Where can people find you? Uh, mostly YouTube and iTunes. Okay. Uh, I have a new album I'm working on right now that should be coming out in the next couple months. I say that it was supposed to come out months ago. Uh, <laughs> are you still recording it, or time. is it recorded it's, live? Or? I think it's recorded. Uh, no, it's studio. Um, but it's. Uh, I think it's recorded. We have we like nine of the tracks are ninety nine percent done, and then it's going to have like six more tracks on it still that are like eighty percent done. Great. So it might be. So when you when that comes out, you got to come back on. Yeah, I'd love to. And now yeah, what's yeah. so on iTunes? Just Brian O'Sullivan. Yeah, search Brian O'Sullivan. The name of my album is Brian's Songs. Brian's um, songs. Wait, yeah. what's Brian's song? Isn't that like a Christian thing? No, it's a movie uh, it, about the Chicago Bears. Um, okay, 
I don't know why I... Brian Piccolo and Gail Sayers. Good. Uh, I hope you mooch off of their the Google searches. No, I, that's why I named the song that, or the, the album that was. That's like, great. No one's going to know, but... Um, Honey, Brian's I think we song. got the wrong thing. It's kind of <laughs> nice, though. Yeah, it's like when we tried to download the San Andreas oh, movie. Oh, man. There's a... <laughs> we downloaded a, like, a fake There's one. a production company that makes shitty knockoff versions that come out right before the real version like they they see what's coming out like the movie's yeah. called what the rock the has rock a movie called one. san andreas yeah. so they made san andreas fault so i'm like oh, i got this fucking movie i'm googling it i, I downloaded <laughs> it so and it's the worst quality but it's kind of good <laughs> it was like sharknado they make yeah. yeah they make sharknado this company oh, so whenever okay. there's a big movie That's coming so out funny. they're gonna make like just the twenty thousand dollar version of it oh, and gosh. and but people with like, like a cgi plot. hippo Stampede. Same same plot. Same plot. They just shittier version. And in most I, I download that shit sort of not paid. And uh don't do that. Um but a lot of people buy it on Amazon. So it's like you're not returning I don't think you have you can return a movie you digitally buy. No. So it's they just kind of like get and the, you know one star rating but no one checks it like oh there it is boom just like me oh you oh, got it and the next thing you know it's like oh yeah gosh, they man. there's um an earthquake I'm so glad that works an I'm earthquake so in griffith park that. and then there's these cgi to hippopotamus that run out and i'm like honey i don't think we're watching the rock <laughs> 20 minutes in waiting for him to like open it up you're like no, no no i think it's supposed to be bad i think there's something's gonna happen it's like the quality is <laughs> It was like your your old school Star Trek movie where like they just shake the camera when yeah. the thing happens. But that's the other thing. Like I was talking about like twenty minutes into my show, I have to have the audience exactly where like everyone's comfortable and knows what I'm doing. I also would like the exact opposite thing where the audience is like, Maybe it hasn't started yet. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm uh, sure he's gonna something's just, happening. We watched the sound wasn't working on the beginning of Stranger Things. We like sat down to watch Stranger Things mm-hmm. and Dave was convinced that it was just a silent opening and it was this like quiet shot. In. It was just like panning shot through no, style. Man. It was like a painting shot through a hospital, and I'm like, no, it's supposed to be like this. The sound's going to kick on. I'm big on the sound in projects. I'm like, oh, this but is. But then there's like a guy running, and, thing, like... Yeah, like, and I'm like, this is a thing right away. Yeah, yeah. no, but like, I'm not. Sound, you're not I'm like, this is genius. They're really drawing us in with no sound, and then she's like, hits the button, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, let's rewind that and try that again. <laughs> okay. um, okay. And uh, so, so do you have social media or anything? Yeah, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, or it's all bocomedy.com. Bocomedy.com. Yeah, because my initials stink. Yeah, <laughs> the dad boss joke. Brian B. O'Sullivan. The, the yeah, one, but, I know. like that no. dad jokes. <laughs> I don't know if this comedy's for me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Tasha, it's... follow you at uh, yeah at Tasha Courtney on Instagram and Twitter. Tasha TV on Snapchat. And for all those who are listening, go see what we look like. As Shanti said, we're cute as fuck. <laughs> I added the fuck part. But um, you can check that out on Sex Actually Podcast on the Facebook page. Yeah, give s- us a like or a follow or whatever happens on Facebook. Yeah, we got a new review, so uh, appreciate that. I think you can also reviewing. get a notification when we do a live stream. You can yeah. like If you watch a video, say, do you want to be notified whenever this person does a live stream? So click that if and you, you want to be it, notified. Yeah, you can watch it after it's live. So check, you know, scroll down down the sex actually page and find this it was only the first 25 minutes or so let's see if there's any comments that we want to read before we get out of here um i love that you do mad lib was that the only one okay well great you might have nice. to refresh yeah, it. Gotta refresh it now you brought your guitar did you want to play yeah. out on a song or was that just for something later to, just in case okay yeah could you do that yeah I'd, i hate to put you on the spot no, there I'd, so i thought i might have to okay have good to. yeah have to um, we make people play but like as far as like holding a mic so oh i can you hold for you, for you? Um, yeah, do you care what type of song I play? Whatever you want to play, we'll we'll play. Yeah, just we'll play you out, and then and then we'll uh, we'll have that close the show. So this was Brian O'Sullivan, uh, Tasha Courtney, and Dave Neal. Thanks everyone for listening. Hey, and Merry Christmas, Happy oh, yeah. Holidays Is to this you. The, this comes out day day after. Day after. Send Christmas. us a message. Sex actually, sex actually podcast at gmail. Let us know what you got for Christmas, and maybe. Um, Maybe you got... What did you get us for Christmas, folks? What was it? Did also, you get us anything nice? I'd love to hear some Christmas stories because I know that it's so fun to go home and be with your family at Christmas time, but it's also super stressful. So let us know. Yeah. Did anyone if, burn uh, the Christmas tree down this year? <laughs> That's always a good one when you don't burn the Christmas tree down. So Brian's in the background tuning up. Take your time. We're just going to ramble. It's all good. We're, at, we're actually at a perfect amount of time for this episode here. So this is uh, one of our last episodes of 2016, and uh, we'll have to do a New Year's resolution episode. All right. I'm going to be positive as fuck in 2017. I would like to remind you, babe, that we started vision boards. 
last year and it is now 2017 we never did our 20 i think i want to say that was a new year's we, resolution yeah, 20, of 2016 and we never no, we once, didn't finish our 2015 vision board so um so gonna, maybe that's something we should so where do we want to hold the mic here for you uh, what, do you want one for the mouth and one for the guitar, or is that? I want to be weird about it, yeah. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Tasha, do the Tasha, do the guitar, and I'll do the mouth. Okay. Okay, Brian O'Sullivan, everybody. Uh, this is a song I wrote called "Hey Girl." Uh, it's all about um, it's me trying to pick up a girl at a bar using stupid pickup lines, using puns and similes and metaphors. Uh, for those of you who don't know what metaphors or similes are, similes are like metaphors. Hello, nurse. I see you all make your bed rock. Got milk, nice shoes. Do you come here a lot? If you did, I would, because you're so mm-mm. Campbell's good. I want to be your sweet honey, like a rhino playing trumpet. I'm so horny. Do you want to make out? Here's a kiss from France. Put your jeans above your head. I can see your underpants. Girl, what's your sign? You'll don't say stop like a can of Pringles. I'm about to pop. Blow me like the big bad wolf did. I'll be praying like a man that you eat my kids. Hey-ho, hey-ho. I mean, hey, girl. I said, hey ho, hey ho, I mean, hey girl. Think you're out of my league, don't think you are like Phil Hartman's wife. I shoot for the stars, I'm a tool for your box, get nailed, let's screw. You're the shit, I'm number two. I'm teeth and I need to be inside your mouth. You're Randy Johnson, I'm striking out. Tell me Lady Jane Grey, where's my head at? Would you shave downstairs? I'm allergic to cats. Hey ho, hey ho, I mean, hey girl. I get lucky, I'll hear her say, ride me like a convertible in May, you could take my top off every day. Ride me like a convertible in May, you could take my top off every day. Oh, hey, ho, me say deo. Come, Mr. Tallyman and Tallyman Banana. Hey, ho, hey, ho, I mean, hey, girl. Hey, Miss New York, I'm glad we met. You're an old man's boner, you're hard to get, but like Monopoly, I can play that game. I'll be the theme song and cheers, you'll be glad you came. I'm rough like golf, this shaft I'll drive, call me JC Penny. I'll be all inside, I'm gonna fill you up like a tank of gas. There's a donkey in your pants, let me see that ass. My balls are the smurfs, cause they're turning blue. I'll make you moan in the shower like a selling shampoo. Sit, stay healed, do you want a bone? Like Macaulay Culkin, I go home alone. Hey ho, hey ho. I mean, hey girl! I said, Awesome. That was awesome. Brian O'Sullivan, thanks so much for being on the oh, show today. This is the me. Sex Actually Podcast. Go follow Brian Sullivan. Check out his album on iTunes and all that jazz. Thanks a lot, buddy. Yeah, thank you guys. Happy New Year's, everyone. Happy New Year.